Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi, and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this episode number 71 of Essential Skills of NLP. Today I'm going to be talking about something called Cartesian coordinates. And this comes from uh, the very famous French philosopher and mathematician, René Descartes, who many of you will already know about. He was a fascinating character, well known for saying, I think, therefore I am. And that was his attempt to try and work out how reality was structured. Uh, he had a strange career and he spent a lot of time doing a lot of maths, a lot of time doing a lot of thinking, but he had some interesting ideas about the existence of the soul. So although he's well known for the separation between the mind and the body and starting to see these things as very separate, a lot of the work he did was looking for the seat of the soul to try and find out where the soul lived. Because he clearly had a belief, a presupposition, that there was a soul to start with. So uh, his ideas of the mind-body connection have got really quite divorced from a lot of his original thinking. So check him out if you want to learn a bit more about the lovely René. But today we're going to talk about uh, Cartesian coordinates, which are an application of a mathematical idea he had, which I'm not going to bore you with. Uh, but it's all to do with graphs and proving theories. But you can apply it really interestingly to decision making. And that's where we're going to focus today. What this Cartesian coordinates will allow you to do is to consider decisions in a new light. And you'll be able to look at them anew from a fresh perspective. And as you do that, possibly see new options. You'll also have a chance to assess if decisions are congruent, if they fit with what you want to do and how you want to live your life. Those will show up with these questions. And very often they'll trigger whole new ways of thinking about solutions and problems and decisions. So a really interesting way of focusing. There's a certain amount of linguistic cleverness that comes with these questions. So hold on to your hats and stay focused. Here we go. First thing we do is we, we take an issue, a, a decision that we're going to make, like the classic one of, you know, should I leave this job? So you haven't made the decision yet, but this allows you to really get a bigger sense of what this decision looks like and feels like. So there's four questions we're going to ask. The first one is, what will happen if you do this? So what will be the consequences? What will occur if you leave this job? Now, as you listen to this, what I recommend you do is take a decision you're thinking about for yourself and substitute when I say leave the job for your particular issue. So play around with that to start with. What will happen if you do this thing, if you take this decision? take this option. The second question then is what will happen if you don't do that? What will be the effect, what will be the consequences on your life if you don't leave your job? Let's look at these two to start with. So somebody might say, well what will happen if I leave my job is uh, I'll have the chance of a new job. I will uh, find something fulfilling. 
they may also say I will also have less money that will happen if I leave this job and don't get another one those things are all possibly true second question what will happen if you don't well, what would happen if I don't leave this job that I don't like well I'll be stuck in a job I really don't want to do so that's what will happen but I guess I'd have some money because I'd still have employment then we move to the third question what won't happen if you do leave a job what will not happen as a result of leaving a job so we just pause to think about this slightly tricksy language here what will not occur if you leave this job well it might be uh, I won't have enough money to uh, go on holiday that I wanted to I won't have enough money to buy that car that won't happen but also what won't happen is I won't feel dreadful every day dragging myself in on a Monday feeling nervous on a Sunday drinking too much those things won't happen if I leave my job and so if you've been following this you probably guess what the fourth question is the fourth question is what won't happen what will not happen if you do not leave your job so what won't occur if you don't leave the job what won't occur if nothing changes well the answer may be what won't occur is I won't get fulfilled uh, I won't live a long and happy life I won't do the things I feel I'm destined to do if I don't leave this job the fourth question is often a very interesting question to ask you have to spend a few moments to think about what it actually means because as I say linguistically it's quite tricky but once you get your head around it it really shows up what is keeping you stuck what is keeping you there what you would really love to get rid of and to really get a sense of getting clear about this decision at last so let's go through the questions again quite simple but their simplicity belies the fact they actually really get you to look at all the four quadrants the whole landscape of the consequences of this decision what will happen if you do what will happen if you don't what won't happen if you do what won't happen if you don't once you've trekked through the answers to those questions and explored that it will start to give you a really different sense of what's going on here I also said it's very good for congruence for checking the ecology of your decision which means that when you've made a decision or making a decision really making sure it's the right thing and by the right thing what we mean is it fits best with who you are and what you want to do very often in life there aren't right or wrong decisions there aren't clear right or wrong decisions what you're left with is a vague sense of it's more this than that it's a very very common thing when people make decisions about what food they're going to have on a menu or what new fridge they're going to buy often there are not exact it's definitely this one it's usually could be that or that one this looks more deeply at the ecology and congruence of this decision if it turns out that what's prompting you to make this decision is stress i hate my job 
but you haven't really looked through the full consequences of what would happen if you didn't have the job, then it may be time to take stock and decide, actually, what I need to do is I need to stay in this job and I need to create an exit strategy. I need to create a good structure for where I'm going next rather than just drop it right here and right now. Play around with these questions. There's different ways to ask them. But fundamentally, they really do help to get a bigger sense of what is going on. How does this decision play out? If you're asking other people these questions, you may need to pre-frame it by saying, I'm going to ask you some questions They sound a bit strange. It may even sound a bit repetitive, but the purpose of these questions is to really get some deep clarity as to what it is that you want. Sometimes what you'll find when you ask these questions is people end up a bit in conflict. They're like, I kind of want this, and I kind of don't want this, and I want this. And what you'll usually find out is they have some issue around their criteria or their value system. And we've covered this in other podcasts as to how you could resolve criterial conflicts. So I hope you found this really useful to start making some brilliant decisions because decisions are what make life move forwards and i'm going to end with a very quick plug for something i think you might be really interested in recently we've been looking at the option of delivering online courses in nlp because i know people listen to this podcast all around the world and not everybody can get to come and see me so if you're interested in this drop us an email at phil at philparker.org just saying i'm interested in the online courses And we'll see what we can do to create something extraordinary that you can learn from in the comfort of your home without having to travel all the way over here to sunny England. So until then, you take care now. If you like these podcast series, then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we can work together. Best things you can do, get hold of the other podcasts on iTunes or get some of my extraordinary books Which, as I say, if you like these podcasts, they're very, very similar, life-changing, fascinating ways of looking at the world. And the ultimate thing you could do, hey, come and train with me. I'd love to meet you in person. Let us know. Drop us an email, phil at philparker.org, or go to the website, philparker.org. Sign up for the newsletters. There you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads. And those downloads contain the latest research, techniques, and tools to change your life and improve your health. So just register to get those right now. And I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life.